number one podcast. Let's go. Yeah. Check the podcast. Nerds about the broadcast. About to drop some knowledge on your brain with all these hot facts. Gaming, anime, and even comics got you covered. I'll just listen to this intro from this budget Donald Glover. Yeah. We'll take your mind up on a trip like Rick and Morty. Like we jumping through these portals. Trust me, none of this is boring. And they cover all these topics. Start an A into the letter Z. Attack on Titan all the way to Zoro. That's more than one piece. Keep it nerd or nothing. Yeah, you know that is our motto. And if you listen to us, that's the motto that you follow. Got the host with the most. He got moves like he's Star Lord. All these haters taking shots, they missing like it's Star Wars. Far more content than you could even ask for. Put it on your phone and then just stick it to your dashboard. Tune in anytime and they will probably have your fandom. But now just kick back so you can listen to the anthem. Keep it nerd, keep it nerd. What's the hot facts? You don't need your eyes, just put down your contacts. Growing up, cause you know we got a bomb cast. Hit and then just listen to the geeky is the podcast. Keep it nerd, keep it nerd. What's the hot facts? You don't need your eyes, just put down your contacts. Growing up, cause you know we got a bomb cast. Hit and then just listen to the geeky is the podcast. Keeping It Nerd podcast, everybody. It's Ming Chen approved. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Keeping It Nerd, episode number 57. This is the Old Guard review. The old men are going to review the Old Guard, the <laughs> Netflix uh, movie that was adapted from the Image comic. Um, as always, I'm your host, Vince, and I got my two old men over here, Nico and Jeremiah. You guys want to say hi to everyone? Hey, uh, I didn't think I was that old, but thanks for rubbing that in. Yeah, I would love to say that I'm not an old man, but my my beard tells a different story, unfortunately. Nico still looks young. That's the good thing. He's got the good genetics. Oh, yeah, no, we'll Nico. see. <laughs> there's there's gray coming in the hair. No, Nico is is so spry. He just did a he did the half dome the other a uh, couple weeks ago over in uh, Yosemite. Oh. He scaled yeah. the, he scaled the whole side bare hands and feet. He was just, just <laughs> free solo and everything. Spider Man, you know. Well, luckily, if he would have fallen off and died, he just would have like respawned anyways. He's like 900 years old, right? He just keeps dying over and over again. That's right. When you're part of the old guard, that's what happens. You just keep reliving it. It's fine. I have a feeling I don't have those powers. So I'm going to stick to like, you know, the small hills around where I live, like elevation of maybe 14 to 37 feet. And I'm good with that. I I definitely know I don't have those powers. The other day, I uh, I I stubbed my toe, and I that took me off for like a good five minutes. Where I was like, regenerate, damn it, regenerate. Nope, nope, not coming back. Got to sit down real quick. Only five minutes. If I stub my toe right now, I'm telling people that I have COVID symptoms. I'm out for fourteen days. Minimal. <laughs> Minimal. Not recovering oh, that quick. So yeah, we are going to review the. A Netflix movie. Netflix has been on fire of late. I, I, I swear they've been like coming out with like a lot of, or they're buying a lot of, you know, IP and they're just, they're like putting it out there. Like, I don't know what the turnaround is, but they're just like grabbing everything left and right. Like today I saw, it was today or yesterday, they bought Reddit's horror stories for like a million dollars. Which oh, what's a million bucks to them. Yeah. What, what is, do you know what that is about, uh, Nico, what the Reddit horror stories are? I just saw the post. I didn't click on any link to check it out, but I'm assuming, you know, something that's, you know, probably pretty popular around the, like, uh, you know, internet um, people. And um, so I don't know. We'll see. I mean, they just keep I, anything they can get their hands on to churn out content in this time where everyone has to stay home. 
Um, and then there's a million other like streaming services now. Um, I think, you know, they got to keep their audience and keep their buy rates up. So, yeah, well, I mean, this, well, this is, and we just said everyone's staying at home and this is the first time, well, at least with you, Nico, where we did the review while we did, we're doing the Netflix party uh, thing, which was kind of, I don't know, still, still the verdict is still kind of out on that whole, you know, using that, that platform we, we were all watching the movie but at one point you weren't watching it with us and i know it was, it was kind of it's, yeah you said you said it was like a shit show yeah it just i i've never used it before i was under the um impression that it was going to be kind of like a video thing where you can see um like like a zoom meeting but you're watching the movie but you can see like everyone's like reactions at the bottom i don't know it was more of like a chat thing and in which case like i don't understand um I mean, we could easily do that via text, you know, <laughs> or via, um, you know, some other f- platform. I don't think that it necessarily has to be like a Netflix uh, video. But yeah, like the at one one point you had started the movie and I didn't realize you already started because it didn't start on my end. And so you guys were a couple minutes in and then I had to and then you guys were commenting on something. And that was where I caught on. Where I was like, wait, you guys already started? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, was, I was wondering. I was like, what, what, what tipped you off? Was it when we were like, "Oh shit, whoa, okay, all right, that's interesting," and you're going, oh, yeah. the "Credits or what, what? The pause?" I don't remember what was exactly said, but I think it was something Jeremiah um, might have said um, in the chat. And then, um, you know, I, I didn't think about it, but then um, you had already said, "Okay, I'm going to start it soon." And then it was a couple minutes went by, and you hadn't said anything, so just kind of like, "Wait a minute, if you guys already." Like his camera's rolling, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. You're just you're the extra in the yeah. in the background. You're like oh, uh, line, line. I need to, yeah. I need the line. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> underwhelmed by this Netflix party because this is the second time we attempted to do it, and there was issues the first time as well. I figured the first time was like more like user error, and we were all kind of use, you know getting used to it. But then yeah. Yeah, the second time around, I was just like, God, this is not making it easier. It seemed like I had to re-download the Netflix party app to my computer or like activate i don't know i was just like god like you said nico we could have just yeah we could have just hit all simultaneously just said okay one two three play and then just use text messages back and forth or zoomed it uh this whole time now so um yeah so anyways this is uh an image comics um property uh, produced by not produced by written by greg rucka and um i actually heard him on the um, Fat Man uh, podcast with uh, Kevin Smith. Um, so that's also you know gave me more insight on on the on the whole movie and the comic stuff. Because like, have you guys watched? Did you guys watch or anything know about this prior to us watching it? Yeah, I, I didn't know anything. I hadn't heard of this comic. Um, I, I didn't even know it was comic based until um, you're right. Like I I, I also listened to that same uh, Fat Man Beyond um, episode with uh, Kevin Smith um, and so and Greg Rucka. Um, who um, both wrote the comic and then also wrote the screenplay, which is pretty cool. Um, so no, I didn't know very much about it. Um, and then I have, like, I haven't done any research either since then, except kind of like looking kind of like at the, like uh, some of the panels to look at what like the um, the art style was. Um, but it completely flew under the radar for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I sent you guys, I mean, the only thing I got off of it was the first issue, which is available online for free. And I thought like, okay, let me at least read this right now. So I at least have some sort of some, you know, comparison to what we're about to see adapted from pages onto the, onto the screen. And 
Um, let's jump right into that. So what we, what did we see here? We saw this movie was about two hours long. At one point, Jeremiah, you kind of like use this as white noise. You kind of were like, um, I'm, I'm yeah. not even paying attention anymore. Like there was. I'm sure we'll get to it at some point, but I think I was just totally detached from the. I didn't care about the characters. I thought the characters were really flat. So at at some point, it just turned into like uh, action with no story. Like I, it was a little bit convoluted. What was even happening? I thought the acting, like the writing and the acting, I don't think either were fantastic. I thought the the actual fight sequences I thought were kind of cool, but I would have been happy to just see those clips instead of sitting through the two hour, the two hour movie. Uh, and I thought casting wise, I thought it was fine, but I realized, so my biggest problem with this whole movie, Charlize Theron is doing her best Linda Hamilton impersonation through this movie, but that's not why people like Charlize Theron. Like they like her timeless beauty. They like her, um, her wit, they like her um, cutting kind of sense of humor, and you don't see any of that. Like, she's emotionless in this movie. And it just, with the sharp angular haircut and sort of expressionless, sort of cold demeanor the whole time, like, they, I didn't feel any connection to her as a character, and then and thusly, like, she's basically in every scene of the whole movie. I'm watching, like, a what felt like an un- uninspired performance with a convoluted story, and at that point, I was just sort of like, what is happening? Which is too bad because after reading through the first issue of the comic, I actually really liked that. It almost had like a Walking Dead sensibility or something. Like dropped right into like crazy action, and I thought the panels were laid out in a really interesting way. Like I, I, I was more interested in the in the comic than I was what I saw. Yeah, well, I mean, you said you brought the Walking Dead, same company, so there's your comparison right there. I mean, so overall storyline, we jump right in is old guard right these are there's some sort of power with uh instilled with these four individuals where they can't die where right in the beginning when they the opening scene or i guess sequence where they were gunned down and then all of a sudden they get these wolverine powers that kick in and all of a sudden you see like the bullets flowing out of their head and they just regenerate and they just you know go to town on the soldiers that you know open fired on them i thought like okay this has like its promise because once again like i didn't go into this with any kind of comic book background reference uh, for this. So I, I was taking it for a grain of salt, whatever was being laid in front of me. So yeah, it was, it started off, you know, pretty good. And yeah, you're getting that story of like, okay, these are uh, supernatural uh, beings that cannot die. And uh, they change or they help the course of history at some point or another uh, with, with, uh, with their actions and their missions and stuff like that. They're like assassins, kind of like an assassin's creed type deal is that is that what did anyone watch an assassin's creed movie with a uh, fastbender i did yeah. not i think that was another movie that was like single digit um percentage on ron tomatoes and i didn't even give it a shot I, I, that's what that's the kind of vibe i thought it was i thought it was like something where um you know it's just obviously um ageless uh assassins that are just going on and you know, walking the desert or wherever on their missions. And this, this story kind of takes you, it takes you there, but I feel like, I know we're going to maybe jumping all over the place, but I feel like maybe this movie could not have been a movie. It could have been benefited more if it was a series. I, I I feel like 
I, I know if they, I think they only have three books or maybe the third book is still being worked on, but it's only a trilogy. So even if you were going to have, uh, you know, not, you know, that many, uh, you know, content uh, on the pages to reference, you'd still have a, maybe a good, maybe 30 episodes. If you did a 10 episode kind of season, kind of do a game of Thrones thing, an hour each, I, I think you would really dive deep more within the characters. Cause that, there are points where, of the movie where I was just like going, what? this is moving too fast. I, I don't get there. They're flashing back and forth to like their history. And then the present time, they're trying to catch you up all within this two hour, you know, time constraint. And right, that's where I feel like it made the movie kind of like suffers. And I mean, stop me if I'm wrong guys, if, if, uh, if you feel differently, but yeah, there was just these parts where um, like in the first, when I read the comic uh, this morning, right. Um, I was like going through the pages. I look like, okay, see, I see how it works going back and forth through flashbacks on 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 paper, but on screen when you're just going all over the place, you're like it's like an, a movie on ADD. You're like, wait, what's going on here? And now you're you're referencing this. I, I I can't attach myself to this character yet because all of a sudden I'm being taken somewhere else and I don't know what's going on. Is it, it was just like a re- kind of a hodgepodge of just of just action but then with no real like jeremiah you said uh no kind of real contact no no content yeah the stakes were really really low like i didn't care what happened to these people and when you find out that they quote unquote can't die then if it's if they're going to be in these life or death situations but aren't going to die why do i care what happened from scene to scene real quick though nico the slander so far about assassin's creed uh it was 18 percent First of all, oh. on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> okay, it so it low, double, low double digits. Okay, yeah. not like Fantastic Four. <laughs> no, no, it made it. It was uh, it made it to almost twenty percent. Which okay, this movie eighty one percent. Are you guys surprised at all? I know Nico, you said you actually like this one. I, you know, spoiler alert. Like, it, there, the hate wasn't across the board here. But, <laughs> like, what were we missing with that? Because I didn't. I I didn't. Yeah, uh, I, I am. A, I am surprised that it is that high for this movie. Um, I think I I went on to it because I'd heard um, we watched it kind of late, and um, you know I had friends um, who had already seen the movie, and they 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 loved it. They said it was great. Um, maybe I don't know. I, I should ask them again if they just thought it was like great for like a Netflix film, but like as a full actual feature film. Um, you know that that could be the difference. But um, because for Netflix, it was I would say pretty high up there as far as quality and you know obviously Shalice Theron and the actors um the special effects were pretty good um so I would say like that and on that end for a Netflix movie it was pretty good but overall I um I think I thought it could be better but I don't think I hated it as much as you guys I still found it entertaining I still found um you know things that I liked about it um no, I, I definitely totally see uh, all of your concerns. Like, I feel the same way. Like, I think the pacing was really off. I thought the dialogue was a little cheesy and corny. Um, and, like, I completely agree with Vince that, um, like, I, especially the way this ended, um, I don't know if we're going to go into spoilers now, um, but um, I totally feel like this whole uh, movie really was like a, it almost felt like the pilot of a, um, of a TV show. You know, kind of like, you you know, you get like an introduction in this universe. Um, you kind of get that, like the premises explained and things like that and the intro to the, the key characters. But it's not not everything is fleshed out yet. And then, you know, towards the end, you kind of get like this, like mini um, mini cliffhanger. 
so that, you know, like kind of keep you tied in and want to see more. Um, you also kind of get like Jeremiah said, like this throwaway bad guy um, who, I mean, you get his motivations, but you really, I mean, I don't, I, I didn't feel like they, um, you know, the old guard was, it wasn't anything that he, they wouldn't be able to handle, like considering that they've been alive for thousands of years or hundreds of years, whatever. Um, I feel like that they, um, you know, this was like, you know, like a minor villain to them. And then um, if this was a TV show, this would kind of like lead up to like what would be like a big, like a big bad for the season. So that's kind of exactly how I felt about it as far as like, you know, both of your, your thoughts combined, but also like, I did find it fun. I mean, it was, it was kind of like a good, like, you know, relief movie. And I was like, okay, the, act, the action was pretty good. Um, I don't know if I hated the acting as much, but I, I, I do see your point. She was like, it was very good for you to, to point that out that uh, Charlize was doing a lot of um, uh, Linda Hamilton-esque um, type acting um, there. So um, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't hate it, but I am surprised that it is um, pretty high up there as far as the 81%. I mean, you don't have to worry about like, um, you know, jumping the spoilers and stuff like the movie was all over the place. So, you know, our review could be all over the place. We could talk about this. We could talk about that. You know, it doesn't matter. We don't have to go through any kind of like timeline here. But I will say, though, when you brought up that villain, <laughs> that nice oh. quote, what was it? What was the guy's name? Um, I'll have to here. look at. Oh, you mean the back, his name in the on the movie itself um, oh, was Merrick. Yeah, Merrick. And he was um, played by Henry, uh, Harry, Harry Melling. And Nico, you pulled it up and you're like, like this guy looks so familiar. <laughs> Ended up being Dudley Dursey. Yeah. Right? I, I, for some reason, like it, it was bugging me. So, you know, as I was going through the movie, I IMDB'd him. And yeah, it's Dudley Dursley. And um, I was like surprised because he lost a lot of weight. But that guy is still ugly as AF, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I. When when I saw him and like the the motive, I thought the motive was good. Like I said, overall the storyline was great. It, it it's just like the filling the to fill in everything. Where once again I said like, if you do it through a comic book, you don't need so much filler. Like you know you could read through a comic book in what that 10, 15 minutes, maybe twenty minutes, whatever. How th- depends on how fast you read. When you have a two hour movie and you're gonna adapt maybe a good you know. 100, 200, 300 pages worth of, you know, content into a two hour movie, you have, there are going to be these gaps where you feel like you have to fill in. And that's where I feel like, yeah, some of the, some of the lines were just kind of like falling flat. And, and another thing I watched this twice, actually guys. So I watched, oh, wow. it, I watched it on Sunday again, cause Raina uh, put it on and she said, all right, let's, you know, let's see it. I'm going, all right, well, let's, let's give it a roll again. Did she real know, quick, did she know, did she? Did you already? Did you already give her your opinion before she watched it, or did she go no, in I, and like? I, not I didn't give her. I didn't give her a full opinion. I was just like, like eh, you know, yeah, yeah, the movie. And I, I realized what it was. What just bugged me again about this movie? And I don't hate the movie. Is there are these just glaring, you know, fallacies to it? Or I'm just going, oh, you just these marks that tick off. Like I'm not getting that thing in 81 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, 60. 55 maybe i mean jeremiah real quick before i go into it, what did you think you watched ex- extraction with us uh through the netflix part of the first time I did. what did you think of that compared to this that was another netflix movie not comic book based but you know i think they sort of fall in the same vein it's almost like they're starting their own genre of like underwhelming 
action movies that look slightly oh. cheap. I think they had a similar aesthetic. Like I think they, like Nico said that this movie, like the special effects were pretty good and the fighting was pretty good. But I think if you're going to give it the caveat of like, well, for Netflix is all right. There are some things on Netflix that look amazing. And neither of these movies look amazing. Like, I think there was a tinge of like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, uh, like the film quality was not very high or something. Like it was almost like it was shot on someone's iPhone or something. Like there was was just a tinge of like, Oh, this is something that I would watch like on the WB in the middle of the night or something. Like it's 2 AM. Like, like it had like a, uh, Oh God, what's the name? Uh, Oh, I can't think of what the series was now. Outlander? No. There was like a, Highlander. It had a Highlander quality to it in terms of like not the highest, like some of the action was kind of cool, but there's like a, oh, this was like kind of low budget. Like I think there was just a tinge of that. And I think they were, I think they spent all their money on Charlize Theron and then had to cut corners in a lot of other places. And it just lent itself to like, I don't know, I guess it was okay, but it didn't look great. And the acting wasn't great. The writing wasn't great. And I think Extraction was sort of similar. I think I found myself sort of tuning out from that one as well. So maybe this is me. Maybe this is just, it's not my sort of cup of tea. I typically like action movies, but I I want it to at least look good. Like if you look, well, I guess it's not a good example. For some reason, like the Expendables jumped to mind. And that's a whole different thing because they spent so much money on the cast. But also, it, for as sort of ridiculous as the plot is and whatnot, there is like, like I feel like I'm watching a high quality film even if it's not done well this didn't feel like it was high quality i guess i don't know if that makes sense to you guys the aesthetic of it so you're feeling like this is like a made for tv movie a little bit a little bit there were some things there were some things i enjoyed um i really liked when that uh when that guy got dropped on his head with that like uh judo flip thing and he (laughs) broke his neck like i thought that was pretty cool (laughs) that's right that was one of your comments like oh that net neck break though and I, and I knew that Nico was a little bit behind and I, I didn't want to like totally spoil it for him, but I wanted him to be on the lookout for that. <laughs> that guy snapping his neck. Like I thought the special effects were pretty good there. Um, <laughs> special effects of breaking his neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that looked fairly realistic. Um, Candace at one point was saw somebody get there, uh, get shot in the face and just typed you in our chat. And I wanted you to go guys to know <laughs> it was It wasn't me. So there was some pretty like gross stuff, but I don't, like I think almost like for that type of aesthetic, like it has to be done really, really well to be you know, maybe not believable, but to just not take you out of the scene. So when it's on the page, especially like the aesthetic is like there's a lot of black and gray or almost really like uh, monochromatic colors in the mm-hmm. comic book. When they try to make it look realistic but don't have the budget to like really pull it off, then it sort of looks like. I was going to say not even Walking Dead. It's not, it's not even like high-end TV quality. It's a little bit like B-movie quality. And that's, that, that type of thing sort of pulled me out a little bit. The Saturday afternoon type movie? A little bit, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what, like um, kind of jumping on what Jeremiah just said, the, the part that really took me out of the movie and looked really cheesy and um, looked um, like they didn't spend a lot of money on were the um, flashbacks to like the medieval times when you see Charlize Theron on a horse and like, it's not even the horse or the background, but it's the, um, it's the costume she's wearing. It almost, she's got like this weird, 
like tiara looking headband um i that looked it it made it reminded me of like xena warrior princess yeah type. maybe that's uh, where i get the highlander vibes from maybe that yeah, was it that's what it, it gave me that 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 type of quality of um of uh, costuming and like special effects for those for those like minor scenes but it really took me out of the movie i was like what the hell is this like it's like when you see someone put a video together and like the quality changes all of a sudden in the same video and you're like whoa you know like something was spliced in here that was that was really terrible you didn't see the the credits at the end they it was it was a spirit spirit halloween store that basically you know <laughs> you know what it wouldn't surprise me it was like they provided that, those, co- those costumes for them they were those really bad stuff. i mean we've seen better at like at at uh sdcc i've seen some really good me, you know, yeah. cosplaying and i was just like going wow you look like you took is that is that plastic? Under, <laughs> yeah. Isn't that like some dog hair that you just put on your shoulder? Like it was bad. Like th- those, those, that was another thing where I was like, going, "What? You're right, Nico." I was going, "What? What's what's with the and the fake hair extensions that they gave Charlize?" Yeah. I was going, "Oh my god, this is this is kind of ridiculous here." But one of the things that uh, that that kind of rubbed me the uh, wrong way too was Jeremiah. You said they spent all their money on bringing Charlize Theron. Why not? She's the talent. She's the face. She's the she's got to bring in the viewers right you know well yeah you've got to have somebody on that little tile on netflix and, oh it's a charlie's theron movie great exactly right and you have oh we have chris hemsworth he's extraction okay great so you have that big that name they'll just grab you pull you in right and that's where all the money went and where the, that really should have probably spent some of that money what's this was the the score or the you know the the soundtrack like there were times of the movie where i'm not going you're playing but seems to be like some SoundCloud R&B song, <laughs> at, you know, just, just to pass the time and fill in, like trying to get you emotionally vested into that scene. And I'm going, I don't, I don't care that Nile is about to be taken away. Uh, and she's putting on her, you know, her headphones and she's just like leaning back and waiting to be taken away by the soldiers to go to wherever. I'm like going, that had the pointless. That was maybe four minutes, five minutes of like, Okay, you can cut that out. There was no reason for that. I didn't need to hear like the like the kind of like crazy, you know, once again SoundCloud techno music during some fight scenes. Or like going, what's what, what's what's going on? I, I couldn't. I, I was like, why 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 did you guys go to the SoundCloud uh, or they were or they were going like free licensing? Like, okay, I'll, I'll tell you why. What, 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 what songs are out there that you know that we don't have to pay any royalties for? Well, like, I'll tell you why. Free. Well, what's up? It's like it's the same how they spent all their money on on um, Charlize Theron for the acting and 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 the special effects. They spent all of their uh, score money on that last song with the outro credits, and it happened to be um, that song by Coldplay. And I was like, that's random all of a sudden. Like I just remembered, okay, like the score was weird, and like you don't recognize any of the songs, and you're, I mean, maybe you don't have to, but then all of a sudden they play this like you know very famous Coldplay. Uh, God, I have to look it up, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I remember that was in the end credits. I'm like, that's random, like song to play as they start like fading to black. So we they really want money. someone to watch the credits. <laughs> we gotta keep it for the credits. Well, well, actually, that's true because then they have that little cutscene at the credits, right? They so were desperately yeah, they trying spent to all get their money to pay for that. Yeah, <laughs> they spent em. all their money. Yeah, it's uh, a so- Viva La Vida. That was the song, and I was like, oh god, I remember that, but um. Yeah, it, it was weird. That's what they spent all their score money on. I want to see a pie chart 
I want to see where the money was allocated <laughs> for this. Like, there's like a big old slice right there. Like that's Charlize, and there's another big old slice right there for Coldplay uh, royalty song, and then everything yeah. else is like like little slivers. Like, what's this? Like, oh, that's special effects. Oh, this is the screenplay writing. And <laughs> I do have to say, it is well. I guess Nico, you listened to that same uh, you know podcast episode with Greg Rucka, and he was. You know, obviously, this is his pro- his project from day one, and he was so passionate. And he was so happy that he was able to take whatever was on the pages and put it on the screen, and he felt really proud. Like, okay, yeah, you know, like I got. Because usually that doesn't happen in Hollywood. They say like, if they buy your IP, like then they get to go ahead and just kind of like write it how they want to write it. But he this, he this he was also the screenplay writer for this, so it kind of makes me go, like, guy, you should stick to maybe the comic pages because. Those were written really well, but if you wrote the lines and everything too, like, mm. I, I, it was hard for me. But then again, I guess we're looking at it from sort of the nerd perspective and what we're looking for in a movie. But if he was making a movie for the general public, um, a sort of widely accessible Netflix movie, I mean, it's Rotten Tomatoes isn't everything, but... It's, it's telling a story that people think is pretty good and they're going to be down to watch another one for the most part, you know, easy to pick apart when that's what we're, when we're looking to review or critique it. But I think for the, for the masses, he must've done an okay job because people are generally responding saying that it's not bad. I like uh, mean, all right. So, I mean, I know we're, like I said, we're kind of all over the place with this kind of review here, but so the story is Charlie Theron, who's Andy Nile, who is a newcomer Booker, Joe and Nikki, those are the five, but originally it's just Joe, uh, Andy, Niall, Joe, and Nikki. Those are the four old guards that you've, you are following. And then they later on cross paths with Niall, who they all had some sort of like dream share sequence with. Like when someone also has this kind of like power bestowed upon them, all of a sudden they get this like, okay, they get this thing that gets shot out through like not radio signals but dream dream signals whatever and i was like oh, wait did you feel that someone someone out there is just like us i don't know if i'd want anyone to be like dream sharing anything with me like my dreams get kind of crazy i think i'll do is i get on this podcast with you guys like, events we were sl- we woke up in the middle of the night last night and uh <laughs> we had a feeling that you had a very very powerful dream are you are you okay like um yeah yeah i'm quite fine why what's wrong like, no no um you you kind of woke up in cold sweats and everything. Are you sure you want to tell us anything that you're maybe afraid of or like, no, 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 not at all. I, that whole thing translating onto the screen was on, on the pages. Maybe yes. Great. But here it was kind of like a hit and miss for me. And another, another thing where I know I'm saying, I don't hate the movie, but I, it seems like I'm right now knocking a lot of like the things I wasn't through, uh, thrilled with Niall's character. I, 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 this is where I feel like I need to read more of the book to get more like context behind her. Cause there were times where I was like, Niall, you're a Marine. And at one point you stabbed Charlie Theron right here in the shoulder, just right here in the, in the shoulder blade. Right. And immediately throws up because Charlie Theron didn't flinch or whatever. Yeah. Like, like you're a Marine. Like I'm pretty sure you've seen more grosser shit than this. And the fact that you stabbed her, she didn't flinch. And all of a sudden you're going, oh, well, like, <laughs> I couldn't, I, I was like, she was really tough. And there were times when she was like up and down, like, oh, I want to be, you know, I'm, I want I want to see this thing all the way through. Like, no, 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 I got, I got my family. I, I can't do this. This is not for me. This is not my life. And she did a, I'm going to reference a, 
uh, previous pod, uh, episode, Nico, remember when we did uh, Aquaman and we were talking about how Jason Momoa's character seems like some sort of kind of like brutish kind of man. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he just said, hey, that guy right there, that statue, he's, you know, he's, oh, a, he's um, the king. Remember yeah, 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 yeah. that whole sequence? Yeah, yeah. There's a sequence all of a sudden, he's like this like scholar all of a sudden, right? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, my dad taught me everything about this. This is Giuseppe. Giuseppe will know, you know, whatever. And the back to this, there was a moment where Niall did the same thing. She, at one point, everyone is separated, and it was just only Booker, uh, Andy, and Niall in like this, I guess, looked like a cave, which was only probably two blocks away from uh, Walgreens, because later on you see Charlie's uh, Theron's uh, character trying to get some uh, bandages. But um, oh, yeah. just, just straight up sees all these treasures in this cave and says, oh, "Wait a minute, is that is that a Rodan? Oh my god! Like wh- all of a sudden now you're now you're all surprised and you're all in shock and about all these like treasures that they have in this little cave. Like what what are we doing here? I I know we had the movie was it had, was like ADD, but that character seemed like she was on she had ADD as well because she was like all over and very very tough for me to be like, you know what? Yes." I feel I can get behind you. You're you're the new new blood uh, injected into the group, and you're possibly going to lead the group in the future, right? Ugh, that was very she was tough. I totally forgot about that team, but yeah, like I, I I had a similar thought where it was like, like I, I get it. This was their way of showing like they've been here for a long time. It was like kind of like a lazy way for them to say like to point something out but they couldn't do it without her having a throwaway like line like oh my gosh that's like an authentic rodan and i'm like and i i i don't know where how she would even know that right but it, it was like again all of a sudden she was like a scholar but like this was just their way of like finally showing the audience that like she believed who they said they were um and up until this point like she she wasn't sure and I don't know. I, I think that was their kind of like way, but it, again, very sloppy and kind of like chunk, you know, uh, clunky as far as th- that writing concerned. So yeah, it seemed like just out of place where all of a sudden, like you just also escaped, you know, capture, and all of a sudden, once again, you're in this cave. I, I couldn't. That was another thing where I was like, going, they're in this cave, but it seems like all right, whatever. They had the satellite laptop. Like, okay, they're in some remote area, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you just see Shelly stars. I'll be right back, and then you see her like. At the at the drugstore, looking for like bandages and whatever remedies that she get for her her wounds. I'm like going, what's what's going on here? Like, did she take an Uber? Did someone? Did she like ping her ping her cave? Like, pick me up here on the corner of this rock and this tree. Like, I couldn't I couldn't wrap my brain around it. So, oh man, there's maybe she sent her a dream message. Hey, do me a favor, take a quick nap. <laughs> I got to get you some info. <laughs> I, I mean. Were there any things about this movie that just stuck out in your mind? Like, oh, this is, you know, this was actually pretty, you know, pretty cool. Besides, like, overall storyline, like, any, like, little things that, you're, Jeremiah, you said the neck break, but you have something else? Oh, yeah. Uh, the final, sort of the climax of the film. I don't want to, no spoilers, but when, um, uh, when Niall does the Goldberg spear out of the 37th floor <laughs> of, the building through the window crashing through the car. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting that either. That was pretty cool. I think overall the action was pretty decent. Uh, yeah. I think the, the that first opening sequence is probably the best action sequence, though. Um, yeah. It looked a lot like uh, John Wick-type maneuvers. 
Um, and then the final scene wasn't as great, but I, I did like that concept where um, they, during that scene, um, they're all immortal. And so like, they have to like kind of protect Charlize at that point. Um, so I thought that was kind of creative. Um, but overall, like, I think that was a plus for the movie. Yeah. So like I said, we're going ADD on this, just like the movie. <laughs> the plot is these four inhumans, or I'm sorry, I can't say inhumans. I don't want Marvel to come after me. These four superpowered, or are they like ageless right? Immortals, there you go, uh, are now being kind of tracked, right? Because this pharmaceutical company it, is trying to change the change the world, trying to, you know, they need their blood. They want to try and study them for their own, you know, for their own needs and whatever, obviously for profit. And this is where I feel like that guy Merrick was like a combination of Mark Zuckerberg and Elizabeth Holmes. Right. I, I had, I had, I don't know. You guys remember who Elizabeth Holmes was from the, she was the CEO for the Theranos that uh, it was kind of like a health tech company where it was like, it would uh, take your blood and it was, it was, it was going to be able to like read your, um, like whatever your, your, whatever your blood is. Right. I know I'm butchering whatever the technology was, but either way, she she basically was uh, falsifying all the results. Like, oh yeah, see, it works. You know, we're we're making all these strides. She was getting all this investor money. It came comes to find out, nothing, right? And then now that company is like down under, and she's like in real big shit. That's where I feel like this guy is also like he's a cross of Mark Zuckerberg and and her, where she's got these over you got these plans of like kind of like ruling the world with with like you know fists um fists of dollars and i i, I kind of I, I would believe that actually see that's a, that's part of the movie where i go all right i can see someone being that power hungry money hungry and a pharmaceutical company of all things to be doing something as shady as that so i did find that actually pretty you know relieving and i mean trying to think what was another thing where i was just well, like check back in six months that's where elon musk is going to be we're going to be talking about him <laughs> remember we saw it coming in that one movie <laughs> well you, you need to get yourself in one of those like axes to take care of him then just in case right uh, which you know what i thought there you go. i'm jumping on board with that yes charlie Theron. she she was actually the bright spot for me in this movie where i mean i know she wasn't like you know giving such like the lines that she was delivering were Oscar worthy or anything like that, like nothing profound, but she rocked the shit out of that ax. And I was just like, well, you know what? I'm here for her. She's, she was just like taking names and she didn't, she didn't care. Like, I know you said the scene when they're in that little kill box, but the, also the scene in the church where she was like taking out those uh, soldiers. I was just like, well, okay, you know what? I'm surprised that she is not, she wasn't in like some sort of a DC movie or a Marvel movie before going to going this route so i think that maybe that's why it's also she or this wasn't turned to a series maybe charlie's like going no i'll probably do a two three picture deal i'm not doing you know i'm not getting into that spirit costume you know every 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 other day to to film episodes and flashbacks so i want to do this only once one time only um but yeah there was there was another other holes that were not that were not holes i'm sorry trying to think of the one part of the movie that made me go oh Nico uh, the so they're talking about how they're immortals but not not really so much right we later find out that they have some sort of like a 
timer in them. You just never know when you're going to die. And that, see, that was, I feel like it was like shoehorned in real quickly and you never got too much background on it. That, I wish they went more into that because you just see that one, uh, that one uh, fellow soldier that was with him and just, he just bleeds out. Nothing else. No, no backstory to that. Yeah, I feel like, see, that the little elements like that were parts where it made me think, like, this would have been better as uh, a TV show because this, this like, beginning part is kind of like laying the, the seeds for plot lines that would eventually develop as the season goes on, right? Um, but, like, they had to put, like, everything in this um, this one movie. So it, it didn't explain anything. I was waiting to see if they were going to explain, like, like come come to um, – like some sort of explanation as far as like why they're there a little bit more or um, why um, like, how are they chosen? Like what, why, you know, what's their purpose other than kind of like what's loosely stated in the movie. But yeah, that's why I think like it really just dropped a lot of seeds for a lot of different like story elements that could have been explored um, deeper if this was, um, you know, a pilot for a TV show. Yeah. Well, I think that's where the like the love story, I guess, would have really benefited as well. Because were you guys caught yeah. off guard by the shoehorning in of the love story? Who are the who are the characters? I'm trying to remember. Nikki and Joe. Nikki and Joe, yeah. So, and it was almost like it wasn't played for laughs. It was played like almost hyper seriously, like like it was melodramatic the, the speech that that is given. But then the way that the you know the foot soldier kind of guys react to it and almost, almost played for last. It made me very, it made me feel slightly uncomfortable because it was like, Oh, they didn't handle that situation very well. It almost felt like they were trying so hard to put in like a Like, I guess it wouldn't be seen as controversial, but like, we need to make these two male characters. Like, we need to make sure everyone knows they're in love and that there's going to be consequences or something. Like it felt very unnatural and trying to shoehorn that in without any context, I think made it, it, to me, it made it feel like, oh, they did not handle that story well. It felt like an aside that was put in there for the sake of, I don't know, like catching you off guard or something instead of being in just a critical part of the story that could have made you care for these characters in some way. Yeah, so the funny thing about that was like, so again, referencing the Batman Beyond episode with Greg Rucka, where he, he, they have him on and he, he's talking about it. You know, he wrote the, the 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 comic and the screenplay, but apparently that was one thing that he was very passionate about leaving in in the screenplay was he wanted that speech in there, and that sure. was kind of part of his clause. Um, but you're right; like, I got a little weirded out. Like, I feel like over time I could see it, like, but they had only so much time to develop this love story that um, you know they they shoehorned it real quick in there. But it did make me feel a little like like not uncomfortable, but it was just out of place. It was totally out of place. And yeah. did I miss anything? Did they have any sort of nod to that? Like, were there was there anything in the beginning, like at any moment up to that point? Yeah, they, they had like a, a kind of like a brief drop. Uh, I forget if it was in the safe house in Paris. Oh, okay. when they were talking about like, oh, like I never would have thought I would have found my lover uh, on the uh, other side of the, on the other side of the war. Right? I think they. I forget. I don't know if they were both in the same timeline, you know, like the t- same era. Yeah. But I got obviously that going, oh, yeah, like my people were fighting his people for so many years. Yeah. And whatever, like I found him, you know, I found my love on the other side of the, the fence. So they, they kind of dropped maybe for that. something. Yeah. And I guess maybe that was 
me not paying close enough attention. But if there was going to be that level of a visceral reaction to like, no, that's not just somebody who I'm in love with. That's somebody who I would give my life for because we're eternal souls or blah, 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 whatever that speech was. Could they show him like trying to save his life or something or trying like there should have been something crucial there leading up to that point. I think it, it felt like there was like, like they were trying to give it way too much gravitas for what I had seen so far. So it, maybe that's what lent to it feeling out of place. Like, I agree with you guys uh, with, with in the fact that this the speech well though it was well well told and everything just like building up to it it just now yeah you're right it felt out of place and I the reaction I got with with soldiers kind of like giving each other like oh I yeah. was like going um homophobic much Jeez, yeah. I, I, I was like going uh during these times, guys, like, really? You thought that was going to be a right move? Like, oh, these soldiers. Oh, no. I, I, no, please. Exactly. I, I, where I was like, um, no. If anything, it, it just should have been like, they would look at each other like confused. Like, oh, they're lovers. Got it. You know? Not like, oh, no. Like, I might catch the gay. You know? It's <laughs> just crazy. I was like, what the it, hell? I've and been rewatching like, The Office a lot lately, and it's almost like those first few seasons, there's a lot of like, ooh, that's not... Can't can't say that anymore. Like that was mm, missed the mark there, and that's the way that they react made me feel a little the same way. Like really, that's how we're gonna handle so this. We got, we got we got an Oscar Martinez situation here. They had a yeah. They had the they had the radar and everything. Potentially, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> it felt like Todd Packer might have been on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um. He's under that mask and everything. Um, all right. So, yeah, it just seemed like the storyline, the pacing and everything just wasn't all there. And even there's there was another part, though, that stuck on my head was when they brought up that other. Once again, you don't know how many of them had had the immortals have there been during, you know, whatever amount of time. Right. So we know the four. We know Niles is the new newcomer. We know about one that had died because, you know, he just ended up dying. I mean, they don't know why. And then there was a seventh one, which are, were we saying that I was, that wasn't Charlie Theron's uh, kind of love interest, was it? Really hinting? I don't, I think that was unclear um, whether that they were, that was his love, her love interest or not. But I, I wonder that too. I wasn't sure, but I did other than him being, uh, you know, male character and kind of seemed like they were close it didn't hint i don't think that there was any other hints to to indicate whether that was the case or not but again yeah. one of those things where like it, i feel like it laid a seed for something and could have been explored a little bit later if it was um well, a tv show it's, it's, it's gotta be because you know she shows up at the end i mean the whole thing with, with it, what's her name queen quinn q u oh, were you talking about quinn i thought i thought you were talking about the other character the other oh, male okay. character that yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. Oh, I, I felt maybe there was something there. No, I thought I meant, I meant, I meant. Uh, yeah, the other female uh, assassin, uh, Quinn, <clears throat> where they they kind of made it like, oh, there was another, and this is when Niall she ended up having a dream and telling him like, I had this dream of this woman in a, you know, iron coffin, and she just was underwater, and I was like going, holy, shit. that was pretty intense actually. Me and Nico were like yeah. kind of like going, whoa, like that is the worst, worst way to freaking die, right? They. Back in the you know ages of witches and stuff, or we you know witch hunter going on, right? Um, yeah, they thought Charlie Theron and uh, this character. Let's see what her name was real quick. Yeah, um, Quinn. 
right? They thought they were witches because they just couldn't die. And they thought like, okay, well, witch, I will go ahead and uh, cast thee into the ocean. And they put her in that iron, kind of iron maiden looking thing with that opening of the mouth and the eyes and then tossing her into the water. I was like going, holy shit. Like that'd be the worst way. She'd just wake, she'd die, wake up, drown, die again. Mm -hmm. I thought that was intense. And I thought like maybe that could have, well, I wouldn't say it was like shoehorned in, but I think that one could have been a little bit longer, you know, you know, set throughout, throughout the movie. Um, and there is, I guess maybe there'll be a payoff, obviously, if there's going to be a sequel, um, cause she does spoiler to everyone. She does show up at the end. Uh, real quick though, what would be the worst thing for you guys to die over and over and do this groundhog's day of death over and over again? Would you say the drowning thing? I've always been given that question where it's like, would you rather die by burning or die by drowning? Um, and I always went with drowning, but I, honestly, after hearing that, like, being stuck in that meeting to die and then come back to life just to drown again just sounds horrible. Um, because that takes a lot longer than, um, what do you call it? Um, burning alive. Like you oh, would, you, I mean, I think it'd be excruciating. Like if you were burning alive, but you would die a lot quicker. You think so? I, I would have thought maybe that's that what I mean. Longer- that, I thought that's what someone had told me, or I thought that was true. Like drowning takes a little bit longer because of that fixation and whatnot. Um, Eventually, uh, after after being burned alive, your nerves all die out, so you don't feel as much pain, and then you die. So then, but drowning is is a lot more of a like. There's more biology to it than that. Interesting, Jeremiah. How about yeah. you? Wow, um, am I limited to just those two choices? <laughs> no, 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 no. Any, anything. What would be the worst? Okay, a little bit of backstory. There was a meme going around the internet the other day where it was. Uh, it had a bunch of different pictures of like different animals and stuff. And it was like, pick two of these to defend you. And the rest are coming to try to kill you. And it was like, (laughs) it was like, uh, two like bulls or maybe three grizzly bears or 50 eagles or, and one of them was 10,000 rats. And it was like, you, you want the rats on your side because they're going to be able to overwhelm these other things. Like one of them was like one hunter with a shotgun. He's only going to be able to kill so many things before he gets, overwhelmed right and i was like man be eaten alive by ten thousand rats would be pretty horrible like let me drown i don't i can't i don't even want the rat touching me much less gnawing on me until i'm dead no thanks so yeah that's pretty bad death death by ten thousand rats yeah 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 that sounds like a band name sounds like uh (laughs) rat mouse mouse rat that could be But yeah, I'm gonna pick ten thousand rats. And actually, all we should—I'm gonna send that to you guys at some point. We should try and figure out what you guys would pick. Also, pretty good. It's like two lions, pretty good. But I don't know, fifty eagles. Like, how are the lions gonna get to the eagles if they swoop and peck at their heads? I don't know. Now you're now you're oh, reminding interesting. me. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send you. We can go for that another time. From the other guys, I mean, the, with the with the with the lion that goes out into water with the with a pack of tuna. I don't know, man. Like, I think the. 800 pound tuna going against one lion. No, you'll lose that bet nine out of 10 times, my friend. Um, the drowning, drowning sounds like it'd be, that'd be, that's one way to just, just to wake up. Like you die and you just like open your eyes all of a sudden you just like inhale, like take in all that water again, lungs fill up. And then you're, cause you're, and you're trying to scream every time. So no one hears you. I'm, I mean, the burning alive would be like, yeah, everyone's going to hear you no matter what, because you're going to be, sc- I'll add that to add that water, the water death. I'd say like if a shark was basically just to take me out because I'm going to take a little bit of that water thing. And then Jeremiah's uh, thing, 
a shark taking me out. Because that that'd suck. If I was like in a pool with a shark and I would just like regenerate every time and it just like tears me oh. out. I don't, I mean, I'm going to be dragged around. Like, it's not, it's not snowflake. It's not snowflake. And just <laughs> every time I'd be the worst. Um, so there was a heel turn in this movie, which you, did you guys see that one coming really? Well, I mean, it was Booker, right? He turns on them and well, his reasoning was because he didn't want this power anymore. Is that what it was? Did that, did I hear that right? I mean, I watched it twice already, but I didn't really like fully grasp like what was his reasoning why he like turned on the team yeah i mean they give him a short backstory about like how his his son um you know back when he like right before he when he turned immortal you know was dying and then found that uh his son found out that he was immortal and uh you know wanted to get figure out how to get his power so that he could live forever as well Mm -hmm. um and, you know, I think Booker didn't know how to share that with him and couldn't. And so um, it was, you know, his story arc was watching his son die and uh, cursing his name, saying, like, you wouldn't even try to help save him. And I think also became part of his motivation to um, to team up with Merrick or to kind of like turn them in. It was to, like, try and find this, like, miracle cure so that they could prevent all other humans from, um, you know, tragedy uh, and, and dying uh, as well. But you know, to your original question, I, I, as soon as I saw that he was the only one left, I, I kind of figured out that he probably had something to do with it. Yeah, that, um, he, he, that, yeah, that he, he, he was going to betray them or had betrayed them. Jeremiah, did you see the heel turn? Did you see the uh, chair come out from under the mat and about to get hit him in the back of the head? Um, I did not. Maybe because I wasn't paying attention. I have a feeling. <laughs> I had been watching closely. I would have, I would have seen it. I would have seen it come. Uh, but yeah, I don't. Maybe it's that I didn't care enough. I don't know. I don't know. I've got to, you know, I got to be honest. There was, I didn't think that. Also, I definitely just sent you that picture. It has nothing to do with this movie, but I since I mentioned it, I'm going to go through it real quick. Okay, you get to pick fifty eagles, ten crocodiles, three grizzly bears. Seven bulls, one guy with a shotgun, fifteen gray wolves, five silverback gorillas, four lions, or ten thousand rats. So two of them are going to be on your side defending you. All the rest are coming to kill you. Which ones do you guys pick? Uh, did you already? What did you answer? By the way, you said ten thousand rats, and did you already have a definitive answer? And my other question is. Uh, what is uh, what, what's the playing field here? Are we doing just uh, are we do? <laughs> where are these animals attacking us? Playing football field, charging at us? Uh, so. Yes, yes. What is it? Yes. Wow, that's <laughs> a really good question. That's the first time I've seen that come up. I'm gonna say open space. You pick the venue. Say a prairie, like wide open spaces, so a death arena of some sort. Imagine gladiator. Like we're in the like, they're just lions coming at you from every angle. All right. Um, I, I think I settled in on 10,000 rats and the 50 eagles probably. Cause I just think like, like how many eagles are the guy with the shotgun going to be able to take out before the rest of them get to him? Like the 10,000 rats are going to be able to overwhelm pretty much everything on the ground. I just think that it's just sheer numbers. Like, I don't know. There's other good choices. The crocodiles are going to, I'm going with the four lions and the 15 wolves. I think the wolves are going to be little bitches at some point. Like, I don't know. 
You think you well, you think like at one point you think like they're hunters, but they're gonna have to defend you. Like I kind of like the uh, I want the the sheer volume. One person on Twitter said that they wanted the ten thousand rats to make like a human shield, like they would lay on the ground on the ten thousand. <laughs> <laughs> would, would barricade them from the other end. So Hold you on. want someone to be like this? Like you're saying, cover me, rats. Give me a coat of armor. <laughs> just like Voltron onto you. And then like now you're like walking around in a rat suit. Okay, so now I have an idea for a new Netflix movie. Some sort of like Black Mirror style, like choose your own adventure, but with this scenario. And you get to see how they're all played out. I would much rather spend my time watching than watching watch, watch choose movie your own adventure <laughs> oh man yeah so. I, for me I think I would do I, I I definitely am on board I don't think I would have until you mentioned that but I'm definitely on board with the 10,000 rats but then I think I would shoot uh, choose the hunter as my second pick because I think the rats would be um, like they'll be able to get some of the animals but also like it'll be their job to slow it down in that fast uh, enough for the hunter to be able to shoot as many of them as possible. Okay, you gotta remember, it's just one guy with a shotgun. You got five silverback gorillas and four lions coming at you and three grizzly bears and all these, like, I don't know, man. Yeah. That's, I, I mean, it's tough. It's a tough scenario. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not so worried. Okay. The animals I'm not worried about. Uh, you're, I think the wolves are, you're right. I kind of be a little bitches. I feel the crocodiles are going to be moving too slowly right on an even playing field. So really we got the eagles, the bears, the bison, um, the lions and the gorillas. And let's say the rats can slow down the gorillas and the bison, right? The hunter can take out the, the, the lions and the gorillas. I mean, I'm assuming I'm in this, right? I, they're trying to get to me. So if I got a katana, I'm just, just slicing <laughs> those eagles as they're, <laughs> as they're coming down at me. I, I, I think that'll be, I, if we don't survive, I think we'll take a, out a good number of them before we finally perish. I would love to see a um, Hunger Games style adaptation <laughs> scenario. Who would you guys want to see as the lead character? Like, it can't be The Rock. It can't be somebody who's going to be defending himself as well. Like, it's got to be somebody who needs protection. I'm, I'm down for that. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> that'd be that'd be a good game to play. Kind of. Uh... Oh, you want to be in the mill? You want you want to be the main character? Oh no 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 no! I don't want I don't want to be the main character. No no, by, by all means, I'm in. <laughs> well, if I choose a hunter, right? Can the hunter be someone from the old guard? Because they'll never die. Well, that seems like you're cheating a little bit. But if you want to have a sequel, I guess well, you got to go. <laughs> you know what also comes down to how good this hunter is? Are they like? Do they have like sharpshooter reflexes, like Hawkeye or something, or are they just kind of like? Uh, regular average run of the mill hunter, because then that might also change my my um mind as far as that goes too. And is it a shotgun or is it like you know, it, what it kind looks, of gun? It looks like a hunting rifle, actually. It so it's like, like a, a hunting rifle. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. it's not a full on automatic. Forget it. No, I'm out. Yeah, I mean, if the guy gets to have like some sort of crazy like Gatling gun, like the Rock, like in. Uh, <laughs> Seven or whatever. Well, I don't remember which one it was. Where he rips the gun off of the helicopter and starts using it. Then that's one. That's what I'm choosing. Yeah, the mini gun. Yeah. All day, every day. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but I had to get your guys to talk. No, no, no. I like that. that was fun. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, so yeah, as we're going to be, we'll be wrapping up this uh, this episode with uh, wrapping up how the movie wrapped up. 
the end sequence when you said Niall, I, so obviously they got captured, or Nikki and Joe got captured. They're being experimented on. And now um, Charlize Theron's character, Andy, has somewhat lost her power. We don't know what's going on. She gets caught because Booker uh, uh, heel turn. So doing experiments. And then Niall all of a sudden has this, you know, epiphany like, oh, my God, you know what? I need I need to help them. Uh, Booker set him up and I need I'm, I'm, I'm I need to I need to be part of this cause now or whatever. So they go back into this uh, Merrick's building. Did you find it weird? That all the gunfire and everything towards the, when the movie ends, right? With Merrick taking a half gainer right into the to that car, right? That people just kind of walked out of nowhere to see, like, oh, someone crashed onto top of a car, and then the police come. I'm going. There was a, that firefight was going for at least maybe twenty minutes. You're gonna tell me there was no one on the street then? Like yeah. this was all. Like coincidentally, like, oh, I heard something fall out the window and now we're all going to gather at this one street. Like there was no kind of like regular foot traffic on what seemed to be a work day. Yeah, they, so, they, it seemed like they got off pretty easily and pretty like almost like without any detection um, for something like that. You know, it should have drawn a lot more attention a lot sooner. Uh, should have been a big deal that somebody walked away from it also. Yeah, right. All you see these people like going, oh, these four people are now getting into a car and then driving up, or five people are getting in a car and driving off. Yeah, there uh, should have been a hundred people recording what was going and, on, calling nine one one. Yes, that's that was my other thing. It's like for a group that like they they kind of work in the shadows, right? And and you know they tried to hint this at the very beginning is like now with technology being everywhere and being photographed, like they're they need to be able to not leave a trace, right? That they were there or people would find out about their secret, which is kind of like what happened in the movie. Um, It seems like that this was way too public um, for, for them to be able to successfully do that. But I guess, I don't know, like, I guess that's, you're just supposed to assume that they're able to get rid of the footage or like that no one saw anything. Kind of just like suspend disbelief there. Well, that's why you have that guy Copley who they recruited, who, was who betrayed them in the first place before Booker. He they use him at the end. They go, oh, we need for you to wipe everything that you ever see. If we ever come up on the radar, we need for you to wipe it. Because now this apparently this guy has like all the all the pull in the world and resources to go ahead and just like delete your Twitters and <laughs> Instagram posts and whatever not. So we got that. Booker gets banished from the team because you know he betrayed them. And since they can't die, like we'll just meet you here in a hundred years. We don't know if Andy is going to be around anymore. We don't know if her powers are going to come back to her, or if she's just like flat out like she's going to die. And then you see Booker stumble into his house, and he sees Quinn again. So that's where we were left off. We're left at that cliffhanger of like, oh shit! Like Quinn got out of her fucking little uh, iron coffin, and now we don't know where she lies. Like, is she pissed off at Andy? Does she want to kill her? Does she want revenge of some sorts? And then you hear Coldplay play in the background. <laughs> and then we're, we're like, oh, all right. And scene, movie over. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It just, it didn't, none of it sat, sat well with me with towards the end, like going how everything was being put together. Like I said, overall, the movie was like a five-ish, whatever. Um, 
on in the comics uh, probably you know for after that first episode uh, first issue i i you know it has me wanting to read more and more about it and i feel like the comics can do more obviously justice because that's where it originated from anyways guys what did you what did you guys think overall um uh, would you would you uh, pick this up and read it as well or are you done with like the old guard period um as far as like comic book, I I actually didn't even have time to read that first issue. Okay, um, so um, it's not high on my list to to read. I I mean, even though you said it's good, there's a lot of other things like kind of my queue, kind of like that I want to take a look at and read. So I might get to it, to it um, eventually, but it's not high on my list. Jeremiah, yeah, probably not. I mean, I did enjoy the comic more than the film, but I don't. There was something that was distinctive about the artistic style of the comic book, but it wasn't pleasing. Like I, I there was something about it was the, I didn't particularly care for the monochromatic sort of appearance, of, like on the page of the art style. And Did so they I'm seem kind of cartoonish, like character caricature wise. It's weird. I, I either, I think I just yeah, it just doesn't. It just didn't appeal to me like it it does look a little bit like the walking dead but i kind of like the walking dead's just black and white this is almost a, or a black and gray this is like a black and gray but then just with these solid color backgrounds or stuff like i don't know there was something about it that was lost on me uh, so i probably won't be reading it but i did enjoy it more than the movie that being said i give the movie like a four a three and a half a four i don't know what did Raina think by the way oh she tuned it out and at the end, she was like, I, I don't understand what, what's, what's going on here. I, I, I mean, I, I can safely say she's, if I give it a five, she's probably giving it a, like a four or three. Yeah. We're on the same page there. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think, I feel like this movie had, had potential. It could have been, it could have benefited from being a series, like another uh, comic book out there, The Boys, right? Yeah. yeah. That, oh, and there you go, Jeremiah. That, right now, that, a series like that, they still have like big production. They threw money at, you know, at, at putting in and good effects and everything. You, like none of those actors really, except for Carl Urban and then uh, Simon Pegg, just for like a f- couple little bit, uh, Elizabeth Shue. Like you don't have to throw like gobs and gobs of like money uh, at them, right? Her, her day rate is significantly higher than Carl Urban and Simon Pegg. So I think they, yeah. the, the boys definitely went for, you know, a better, a better, a better laid out story of better special effects. Like they also do are benefiting from the series. Probably if they tried to squeeze that whole story into a movie, I think we'd, we'd have similar criticism. Problem. But, but that yeah. is, uh, that IP is being handled. significantly. Yeah. And I can't wait for season two on that, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll leave. Well, all right, here you go. Last question. Are you going to watch if they come up with old guard two? Because yeah. it obviously leaves you on that cliffhanger, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Why not? Um, I, I kind of just want to see where, where they're going to take this. Now, whether I, if they come out with a third one, depending on how they handle the second one, I might be in or out. It's, it kind of is like, it, it, again, I, I keep going back to um, like if this was a TV show. Like most TV shows, I'll give it like two episodes. And then if I'm not into it by the second episode, I'm out, you know? So I, I feel like this very much was like, again, feels like a pilot. So I'll, I'll give it one more watch um, if they do come out with a sequel. But if I'm not loving it by then, then there's too much other TV that's out there um, that deserves my attention. 
Yeah, I'll I'll watch the second one if they bring back Charlize if she's still alive in the in the series or and yeah, if Charlize isn't there to reprise a role, I'm probably out. Like I feel like she's the biggest draw for me for that show. Like if, if they do a sequel, but it's like someone else. I don't. Th- I don't think I'm gonna. Yeah, you don't want to see an Omar Epps, Wesley Snipes, bait and switch here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, not gonna all right, guys. Uh, as we wrap up this episode, um, where can everyone find you on the internet, uh, inter- interwebs? I'm on Instagram at uh, Nico Suave, Nico dot Suave. Um, that's N W E Q O uh, dot S U A V E. Um, I'm private, but if you let me know you're a friend of the podcast, I'll definitely add you. And you're going to find me at XJ Dempsey X on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, hey, if you guys haven't had a chance to check out yet, have you guys listened to the last episode? Man, it is good. If I do say so myself, go out and check our fantasy baseball draft with the beginning of baseball season here. Let us know what you think of that one. I was listening to it yesterday, man. That is great. <laughs> you guys no were bias, fantastic. Right? No bias. I mean, perhaps a little biased, but if you if you guys haven't heard that one yet, get out there and listen to it. All right, guys, and you can find me at uh, VinceSanity09 on Instagram, and uh, I'm sorry, VinceSanity09 on Twitter, and VMastajo09 on Instagram. You can always find us at Keeping It Nerd on Instagram and Twitter. Send us emails. Let us know what you thought of the, the old guard. Uh, did you guys like it? What, what would be the worst way to die over and over again for you guys? Uh, podcast at gmail.com. That's podcast at gmail.com. Thank you again, uh, everyone. See you then. later. Keep it real. Keep it a nerd. Keep it a nerd. Check the podcast. Nerds about the broadcast. About to drop some knowledge on your brain with all these hot facts. Game and anime and even comic got you covered. Now just listen to this intro from this budget down to love it. Yeah. We'll take your mind up on a trip like Rick and Morty. Like we jumping through these portals. Trust me, none of this is boring. In the cover, all these topics start an A until the letters. Z. attack on Titan all the way to Zoro. That's more than one piece. Keep it nerd or nothing. Yeah, you know that is our motto. And if you listen to us, that's the motto that you follow. Got the host with the most. He got moves like he's Star Lord. All these haters taking shots, they missing like it's Star Wars. Far more content than you could even ask for. Put it on your phone and then just stick it to your dashboard. Tune in anytime and they will probably have your fandom. But now just kick back so you can listen to the anthem. Keep it nerd, keep it nerd. What's the hot facts? You don't need your eyes, just put down your contacts. Blowing up, cause you know we got a bomb cast. Hit and then just listen to the geeky is the podcast. Keep it nerd, keep it nerd. What's the hot facts? You don't need your eyes, just put down your contacts. Blowing up, cause you know we got a bomb cast. Hit and then just listen to the geeky is the podcast. Keep it nerd. Number one podcast.